Talk with Doc. We got Netboy sitting in with us today. We're going to definitely talk about some things. We ain't going to be kicking no heavy knowledge, but we're just going to talk about some shit that's going on in this world. Definitely Eminem's, uh, what is it called? And I should be ashamed of myself, especially since I listened to it twice. Music to be oh, murdered man. by. Now, I don't know how long I got you with me today, Ned. I'm good. I'm good for the whole show. You're good? Yeah. So before we start off with uh, anything, I don't know if you had the pleasure of actually seeing this man when you was a kid, but I want to say a rest in peace to Rocky Johnson, The Rock's father. I grew oh, up yeah, watching him wrestle. wrestle so. Yeah, he used to be, well, he was actually in the very first black tag team champion of the world for the WWE, he, him and Tony Atlas. So okay. I grew up watching The Rock. You know, naturally, he did the Rocky Shuffle or the Muhammad Ali Shuffle, whatever you want to call it. It was a different day. You know, if you had two black guys in the territory, that's all there was, was two black guys. And if the other, there was another black guy, he was a bum like S.D. Jones. <laughs> Special Delivery Jones, who uh, had a long career in the WWE. But you know what? Rest in peace to Rocky. Matter of fact, that, that family is a huge family in wrestling. You know, they, yeah, they're they, part of all those Samoans. Yeah, their roots run, run deep. If, if you follow The Rock on Instagram, say check out his post. That was like a really heartfelt post. It's really long, though, but you can understand why. Yeah, it's a, it's a big family. I mean, you still got guys like the Usos involved now, and there's some other guys in, like, Ring of Honor and AEW. The most funniest thing I think of, I say, all the Samoans is related except for Samoa Joe. Yeah, yeah, Samoa Joe. <laughs> and you want to know something? I really enjoy Samoa Joe. I like his character. I like that he's, like, no-nonsense. You know yeah. what? I, I I don't watch as much wrestling as I used to because there is just so much. Like I said, you got AEW, you got Ring yeah. of Honor, you got WWE, NXT. Matter of fact, I have to ask you a question. Have you been watching any NXT? Um, I've been mostly watching AEW just to try to get a, a, on board with like the new, new characters that – because I don't follow independent wrestling – so some of these guys I never, other than Chris Jericho, Cody, and Dustin, I didn't know anyone else. So I was like, let me just try this out to see how I like it, starting from scratch. Yeah, with no uh, predetermination, uh, no prejudice. Yeah, I could dig that. Now, I uh, the reason I ask that is because I have not seen the Velveteen Dream in God knows how long. I'm wondering what the hell is going on with him. I've only seen him on. Uh, takeovers, but if I flick past like NXT, it's just too much wrestling in the week for me, so I can't really say if I've seen them on the show or not. I haven't heard anybody in my wrestling group chat talk about them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know what? I, I just switched over. We talked about this last week. I switched over to AT&T U-verse, so yeah. I get even these independents, like wrestling from Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, oh, these, wow. <laughs> you like, 18 people in a, a, a gymnasium, and you don't know any of these guys. You don't know any of the names because 
God knows the last time I seen a wrestling magazine. I mean, it, I, it's been years. Yeah, I don't think they exist. I think that's now a Facebook. Facebook. If you follow like one of the organizations on a Facebook. Hmm. I could dig that, man. I uh, you hooked me up, and I thank you. My wife thanks you because I'm gonna skip over right now. I watched Dracula on Netflix, people. It's only three episodes. They're an hour and a half each episode. And before you say anything, I'm going to say that fuck the critics. I absolutely love Dracula. So did the critics say it was bad? You know what it was? They didn't like the third episode as much. When Sister, okay. uh, you know, when we came into modern times, so Sister. Sister Agnew or Agnes wasn't around anymore, but I love, I've never really seen a smart mouth Count Dracula. So them playing that mental game, that back and forth, uh, you ain't shit, you a punk motherfucker, that type thing. I loved it. I, I actually loved it. I've never seen anybody talk to him like that. Uh, it was a new Dracula that nobody's ever seen before. I dare you to tell me that you've seen a Dracula like this. He was a psychopath. Yep. He was sick. What he did on that boat was unnecessary. <laughs> I mean, it was truly, truly unnecessary. He, um, But I like how she dug into him. That her fear, even though this was a monster, I mean, when he ran into those cops on the beach, it was like playtime for him. Yep, exactly. He was like, you know what? He's like uh, Eminem later on, we're going to talk about. He's like, I'm going to let you know who I am. You think y'all know who I am, but I'm going to show you. So, you know, I'm into Criminal Minds. Great show. I love Criminal Minds. I have not seen last week's power yet. Uh, I heard it's a Paz Paz heavy power. But I already know the cat's out the bag. They kind of proved that ghost is a ghost. Law and Order was outstanding. I just watched that. That was outstanding. Yeah, that was great. I had to bail. I had eight episodes of Ray Donovan on the whole. Downloaded, no commercials, ready to go. I made it through three, and I can no longer. I deleted them. I am no longer watching another episode of Ray Donovan. Yeah, what happened with Ray Donovan? Uh, It's stupid now. It's worse than Powers last season. I mean, I actually enjoyed the Dre episode a lot of Power last two weeks ago. That's why I'm back. Yeah, I enjoyed the Dre episode. I just uh, I didn't realize that they was going to go down East Suspect for the next four episodes. Yeah, because that's how they're going to wrap it up. This is Who Shot Jr. Yeah, but black. The black version of Who Shot Jr. is Who Shot Ghost. Now I got. I got a must-see, and I'm not talking about, I don't want you to see the ID version, which is coming out, I think, tonight. The Netflix version of Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, sorry. The Killer Inside. Man, you learned some shit about Aaron. It's a yeah, sick a story. One. I was I was caught up in that. I could not turn that off, man. I could not turn it off. I, mean, I enjoyed it. How how good it was for the people to know. I was watching it on the train home, on the ride home on my cell phone. When I got home, instead of turning the TV on, I finished watching the second and third episode on my cell phone. Oh, you just said the hell with it, huh? 
Yeah, I just sat because I was already intrigued, so I just sat on the couch and watched my phone instead of turning the TV on. That's how good oh, no. it was. Yes, like I said, don't confuse this with this uh, mini series that's coming out on the ID channel. This is the Netflix version, the Killer Inside, Aaron Hernandez, outstanding, outstanding documentary. It's not just people talking. You get to see a lot of clips. You get to find out about Aaron's father, people in his life. It's, a, it's stuff that you did not know you will find out. It doesn't so, exonerate him in any way, shape, or form, which was beautiful. Yeah. So what, do you, what, what was your opinion on what made him, like, snap? I think that Aaron had a beast inside of him. Part of it was his father. Part of it was his mother. And part of it was that he was damaged. Uh, he was damaged little boy. He never healed himself. Uh, people with this homophobia, and that is not an excuse. Don't anybody think that Doc is trying to use that as an excuse for Aaron Hernandez? That's yeah, bullshit. but that's why I like that they had another football player that had to be in the closet and stuff like to give his version of events. Yeah, and they also they also blew the CT thing out of the water by saying just because you got CT, there's thousands upon thousands of people with CTE, not just from football. And they don't go out and kill. This dude was born to kill. Think about it. That dude, that gangster guy, that he just shot for no fucking reason. I mean, I didn't even, I never even one, heard of him. The one that, that said he was sleeping in his trunk, I mean, sleeping in his backseat, and he woke up. And yeah. He yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he just, boom, I'm going to blow your fucking brains out. And it wasn't like they were arguing, fighting, or anything. It was just, I got to yeah. get rid of you for whatever reason. I think if Aaron would have lived, especially in the streets, Aaron might have killed five, six, seven more people because some of this shit did. The two dudes uh, that he shot and killed. The clubs. Yeah, that was, yeah that was for no reason at all. Then I said, why the hell was y'all holding on to that truck? I like mean, two years they, later, the truck is still in your cousin's garage? I mean, they didn't get rid of bullets. Aaron didn't even clean the car. I mean, he was living in an isolated area. Yeah. I mean, Dude, you live in a house with cameras. You didn't think that you deleted some footage. Why you ain't delete all the footage? Yeah, the footage with you with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> and then the footage of your woman transporting this garbage that you knew looked way too heavy for her to be carrying. Yeah. So uh, I was very disappointed. Uh, Netflix broke my heart. Uh, they will not be bringing back Mindhunter for season three. That's a heartbreak. I love this show. I love these psychological shows like Criminal Minds and stuff where they sit down and you evaluate what a serial killer or killer does, and that's how they catch him. Did you get a chance to check out The Bone Collector? You know what? Not yet. I was so busy with, like I said, Aaron, Dracula. I mean, it's no rush. It's only two episodes now, so it's not like it's a whole season worth of stuff, but... So you definitely don't have a rush if you rather binge it than, because like I said, make it worse later on. I just know the first two episodes was decent. No, I'm going to get into it. I still got SWAT on hold. I just seen The Good Doctor. I love The Good Doctor. I haven't oh, even yeah. seen I... this week's This Is Us. Oh, that's a that's a that's a tough one. Oh my God. Okay, good. I love I love when This Is Us is tough. I love <laughs> it. I uh. 
This is us as a guilty pleasure of hitting me in the stomach. You know, I hold my hands over my head and I let that family just give me gut punches. And, yeah. and I love yeah. it. That was why when that first show, when they first show, before it came on air, they just showed like the previews. I like, I'm not watching that crap. A little fucking family drama. And then everybody kept talking. I was like, let me give it a shot. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, why the hell I got a tear coming out this eye? <laughs> Listen, like, I, I have to tell the people, Ned Boy has given me some real stinkers, some stinkers, <laughs> but you kind of push This Is Us on me, and I, the very first episode I watched, I was the show was already in season three, so I had a lot of binging. I fell in love with the family. Uh uh, they damn near broke me down like 20 times. And that's not even me. That's not even how I get down. But it's just uncontrollable. It's like the because writers they, know how to pull at your heartstrings. Yeah, they touch on nerves. I mean, I still love Shakespeare. I mean, I miss Shakespeare. Any chance I get, when they just pop them into a scene, I'd be like, good for me. Yep. <laughs> you know, I think so, I think because you know a lot of shows don't really. I feel like a lot of shows don't really deal with real life family issues, and being that they touch on everything, it helps. Yes, because it's 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 a lot of different things going on. People people are not just like one vein, and you only deal with one kind of situation. There are a lot of situations. I mean, think about it. You got this morbidly obese sister. You got a brother who's out of control. Another one who I relate to, Randall, because he suffers from like OCD type problems. And yeah. I had OCDs. So I understand everything needing to be in order and lined up and things like that. And outside people, they look at you, they say, that's some strange behavior. You know, that's actually where I get my nickname from. Growing up, they used to call me strange all the time. And there was a comic oh, book man. out, Doc Strange. So it oh, just became Doc Strange. It was like, this is a weird <laughs> fucking kid. He can't step on lines. You go by his house. He's always cleaning up. Everything's neat. Um, he got to have shit in certain order. He can't walk on cracks in the street. I mean, but we'll kill people. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would, I, would piss on, I would piss on a person in a second. <laughs> so we had, the, uh, we had the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And the notorious B.I.G. is now a member, him, Whitney Houston, the Doobie Brothers, a group I love, Depeche Mode, Nine Inch Nails, some group called T-Rex, who I really don't know. But B.I.G. followed in Pac, the only yeah. two so far single rap acts in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And uh, you know what? For a guy who only dropped two albums, he had quite a legacy. But you know what I tell people? I was like, yeah, if you think about it, Biggie only dropped one album because the second one, he was already dead. Okay, yeah, yeah. Life After Death, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Because he died yeah, in March, I... and I think Life After Death came out. No, wait. Yeah, Biggie died. Did Biggie die in March? I know Pac was he... September. I think Biggie died in March. Yeah. He Or it might have been May because I think I was just coming back from Vegas when he died. Okay. Because it's around so, my anniversary. I know the album came out like a few months after that, which was, I was like, oh. Then he came out, and then they did the 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 next album, Dead Wrong. Yeah, and, and I matter of fact, have any more things in the in the on the shelf? 
Yeah, he didn't work. He didn't work like Pac, which they could yeah, still release new people. albums I'm like, people, tomorrow. People die, and that's how you could tell they work ethic. Because I was like, Pac died at 25, and he still got albums coming out. I like, yeah, people and died you know, in their 40s, and nothing, nothing. Yeah, he had, uh, Pac's work ethic when he was released from prison was insane. And see, the, the, he killed the rumor that people always thought, Ned, that he was writing while he was in jail. He said he was too fucked up to write in jail. This shit was yeah, yeah. all written in the streets. He just never left that fucking studio. Because if you watch the documentaries on Death Row, there's a million of them. They said Pac would be in there all hours of the night. You know? That's some crazy work ethic. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. That work ethic is insane. Um, I have to also thank you for Red Man Smack the Shit Out of You. That was uh, I never heard the song. Uh, you know what? Red Man, don't worry about the non, I mean, the PC police on this one. He didn't mean anything like literally go and beat. He had to do a public service announcement at the beginning <laughs> of the song just to let you know that I'm not advocating violence against anybody. And you know what? I love Red Man and I love Red Man's sense of humor. Uh, the, the last song that I really heard before this was, uh, it was an ode to weed, bud. So, you know. Now, I have and, I, song, and he looks exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Red Man, I, I love Red Man. Red and meth, those are my, those are, they make you feel good, man. Yeah, I agree. You know, now, here's a song that's not going to make anybody feel good, but I'm going to tell you now, it is a song that I think if anybody's got four minutes of their day and you just want to hear somebody beautifully give a gift to their parent, this is a guy named James Blunt. And he has this song called Monster. And it's a dedicated to his father, this Colonel Charles Blunt. He's dying a stage four uh, kidney disease. And oh, wow. he sings this song to his father where he loses it in it. I mean, he basically cries this song for four minutes. And it's like one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life because it's as pure as it gets. It's as beautiful as it gets. And his father, you don't realize that he's singing a song and his father's in the room until his father appears. Oh, wow. And it's just a beautiful thing. And I'm going to say this real quick because I definitely want to talk about him because he's going to take up. No, go ahead. You had something to say. No, no, no. I said, I'll check it out. I wrote it down to, to check it out. Yes, James yes. Monster. Monsters. So this dickhead, Tasashi69, says that he wants to spend the rest of his uh, two-year sentence at home because he thinks that they're going to hurt him. Um, you when know what? in jail. You know what? He knew bloods were in jail everywhere when he did this. Uh, you know what? This dude, I don't even know. This is, I don't care about him now. I care about when when he's released. How is he going to bounce back? Because somebody, something tells me he will get, he will record again. Oh, yeah, no, he, got a, he signed the record deal while he was in jail. Yeah, how will it be received and who the fuck is going to want to be his co-like contributors on his new project? Because he can't do no gangster shit. 
because it's going to all come off real fraudulent. You know what I mean? Yep. Agree. I want to see how he's he's. Um, so there's another guy that was in his group name group named Bobby Schmurter who went down arrested a couple of years ago, and he had a chance to snitch to do less time. He ended up taking more time so his friend could get less time. So I want to know, yeah. he comes home this year, so I want to know how he's going to be received versus how Takashi is going to be received. Uh, Smyrna can write his own, him and Troy Avenue, they can write their own ticket. They will be able to put out anything. They could put out shit about their experiences being in lockup. Their careers are not going to be hurt any way, shape, or form by this. Not a bit by this. Yeah. yeah. I just want to see how the fans received them or if they received Takashi because Takashi made more pop music than uh, the other two. He's going to have to go 100% pop. He's going to have to be like Wonder Bread, white Wonder Bread. Um, he can't they talk can do, about... Um, he got all the face tattoos already. He could do a second coming of um, Post Malone. Which yeah, I don't it's, understand it's, why everyone loves Post Malone, but he could do a second coming of Post Malone. He's got to... His shit's got to be soft as butter. You know yeah. what I mean? If he, it, it better be some Urkel, Theo Huxtable type shit. You know what, Carlton from the Fresh Prince, he can't, he can't try to DMX it. It's not gonna happen. That career will die. But what if he come out and he gives a verse like he starts talking about, makes a couple songs about why he snitched in the gangster way, like oh. the name of like big time gangsters that snitched and no one touched. Well, there are there are ways around it. Uh, do we think that he's intelligent enough to actually pull it off? No, nothing about his form of music says that Tosaski was smart enough to actually put down some lyrics that make you go, hmm, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so, you know, unless he totally evolved, you know, I, I doubt it. And I'm going to say this real quick. Okay, Trump got, they voted on him, uh, they read his uh, shit Thursday. Tuesday starts the impeachment trial. The senators have been sworn in. Each and every one of those senators are the ones who are really on trial here. Trump's on trial, but so are they, because if they do the wrong thing, the world is watching. And I really don't want the headache of dealing with a lot of Trump. Unless you got I mean, you already add. know nothing's going to happen because Mitch McConnell already said his mind is made up. See, but is he one of the senators that are voting in his jurors? Because the people who already made their mind, have their minds made up, they are actually in violation of being sworn in as jurors. Because yeah, this I feel like these people don't, they, they don't care anymore. This country hmm. is all about fighting each other now. There's no compromising. If one side does one thing, uh, they're, they're sticking with that. If the other side does one thing, they're sticking with that. No one's coming to middle ground. and No one's having sensible conversations anymore and i no, think that's, that's the problem where we're at right now yeah this idiot had his second rally in milwaukee uh these trump rallies are out of this fucking world it's amazing i mean it takes this shit is something that you could like if you looked at old film on the history channel of like hitler in 1939 that's yeah. what kind of people are there this is not normal this is nothing regular about it but like i said i didn't yeah. want to even you know what? He, Trump gives me oh. that special Trump headache. 
Yeah, last week I said I don't really like talking about it, but I just want to say, because I saw this week that Giuliani Associates came out and was like, yeah, he did do the Ukraine thing. And every time Trump gets in trouble and somebody talks or starts talking about it, he always says the same thing. And I'm like, people don't realize this? He always says, I don't know that person. But then hundreds of pictures come out with him and the person, a video of conversations with him and the person, and people really be believing that he doesn't know these people. I'm like, when there's smoke, there's fire, people. Like, pay the fuck attention, because I'm starting to read, like, the comments on the Internet. Everything is a conspiracy. I'm like, oh, my God. What the hell is wrong with these people? I actually posted that a couple of days ago on my Instagram. It's amazing. I don't know you, but you have been pictured with my daughter. You've been pictured with my son. You've been pictured with me in the Oval Office. You've been yep. pictured at about 15 different events with me, my lawyer, my vice president, but I don't know you. So I guess that means Netboy and Doc could just run into Trump. He'll put his arm around us and let us be everywhere he's at. Yeah. Now, I can't go to Mar-a-Lago. No, I can't. You, you damn sure ain't going to be in the in the Oval Office room with him alone. Yep. <laughs> so we had this young girl in Kentucky, right? She takes a picture. She's 15 years old. She got a rainbow sweater and a colorful kind of rainbow cape. And she gets expelled from school, a Christian school. Now, she wasn't bigging up the LBGT community. She just had a, a fucking little girl with a colorful cake and a colorful sweater. I mean, the Christians need to lighten the fuck up a little bit, man. Yeah, we're living in a bad time, man. You can't even wear a rainbow fucking sweater. You got to be gay. Yeah, I mean, she didn't say a word about gay. There was nothing in her post on her Instagram or Facebook page that said, I support. She's 15 years old. I don't even think she's thinking about that shit. She's just going exactly. about her little life. You know? So you, you're you not allowed, when you're driving, you're not allowed to even see a rainbow, I guess, if you're Christian. No, and if you do, you're going against God. I don't, that's not how it works, man. That, that's like, that's oh. insane. Now, yep. I, I got some other stuff I want to talk about. I'll I make this real quick, too. Russell Simmons accuses all appearing on TV. I mean, they're not even accusing him of like sexual assault, and I I don't like to deal with rumor mills. Until he's arrested, I'm gonna have to take it as a rumor. But they saying straight up rape. I've met Russell quite a few times. My roommate used to be his bodyguard. Everything that I've ever seen of Russell has been uh, a nice guy, but that doesn't mutually exclusively uh, exonerate you from being uh, a potential rapist. And and let's we got to see how this plays out. But I ain't got a lot to say about that. I just said it because it's news. You know what I mean? Yeah, now, I agree. But um, I like Russell's comment when he came out initially about his his comment about um how he grew well, not how he grew up that he was like a man whore, and he he basically said now I feel like we had these interactions. And we're in a different era, and people are trying to take advantage of what I did in my past because I was a man whore. Well, you know what? I, I catch a little of that now. I, I Somebody did pull my coat and told me that I actually admitted several times to the amount of chicks that I slept with uh, on the podcast, and that's not something to be proud of. It's actually uh, 
I should be ashamed that I uh, did that to so many people. But, um, I mean, originally when I was saying it, I was saying it with a sense of pride. Now I'm kind of ashamed because that, that meant that I didn't care about, I didn't care about my dick either. Yeah. And, you know, I think it was. Uh, well, I, I feel like that's just the way, I mean, I hate to say it, but it was a different way of thinking. Because we all did it. But yeah, now the, when you look I'm, back, you be like, damn. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you like now, that? man, the 80s was, the 80s was something else. If you actually were of age in the 80s, and I'm talking about by the time the beginning of the 80s hit, I would say I was approaching 18, 19 years old. No, no. On, I was 16 in the beginning. So that I, that meant by the middle of the 80s, I was 23, 24. Man, I had money in my pocket. I had no restrictions from parents. I ran amok. I mean, I ran a fucking muck. And I ain't going to sit here and lie. I drank too much. I did everything too much. Girls loved me. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. I didn't even have a rap game, Net. I didn't have to have one. They <laughs> liked me. That's that's the greatest thing if you got decent looks, man. You ain't even got to have a lot of gift to gab. They come at you. You know? Yep. So let's talk about our buddy, the little white boy from Detroit, Michigan. Who dropped that CD uh, Thursday night? I wake up. I guess I wake up Friday morning. I'm like, oh shit! I knew the rumor, but I didn't really think that there was something out there. Yeah. Now we could tackle this two ways, and I'm gonna go with either way you want to go. We could go song to song, or we could talk the whole CD. Um, we could go song by song. I got some songs written down. Some songs I skipped over, but. Uh... You can start. Let me just get my phone and look at the track list. Okay. I'm not dealing with those 30-second uh, bullshits. I, uh, you know, so Premonition. Yeah. yeah, Premonition, which would be song one. Uh, Eyes, I'll start. I love yeah. the creepy singer in the background. I don't know who she was. It was nice and creepy. This was Eminem's bitter song. He, you know, Eminem always got to say, here I am, this is what I'm about, and I got to tell you something. Uh, but I thought it was a good start to the CD. Uh, will Premonition probably be in my rotation? No, it will not be in my heavy rotation. But it was a good way to start the CD. It was like, hey, here I am, just in case you forgot. Yeah, I agree. I I really like um, Premonition. Uh, I thought it was... Like, I thought Premonition could have been on a Kamikaze album because it's basically him telling you, like, what's been going on with him, I guess, since he dropped uh, Revival mm-hmm. Dude, until now. And I just thought it was straight fire. I really liked that one. Oh, yeah, once he got to it, because the the beginning was just a lead-in talk. But then, and you know what? There was a motif that he used over and over and over in this album that I liked. The singing was creepy. It yeah. was in the background, and it was never, like, in the forefront. It was this creepy singing. Then you had a unaccommodating. Wait, wait. One, I was going to say one more thing about Premonition. Dr. Dre is listed as a producer, which people 
has, which he's mentioned in the song, people keep saying, why don't I get a Dre track? So it's like cause some people say he's disconnected from the fans. So he's obviously listening. He's just not responding when the fans want him to respond. Yeah, you know what? There's another song we're going to talk about later that I I I had a strong – you might have to correct me on it, but I had a strong feeling it was Dre. Okay. So he has this unaccommodating with Young Ma or Young M.A., however you yeah. say it. Yeah, I am not a fan, I'm not a fan of Miss Young M.A. at all. I, I thought that she did all right, but I'm going to tell you now, M. spazzed out totally on this one. His wordplay was fucking phenomenal. I was like... So- I agree. I agree with you. Dude, man. On his verse, yeah. His verse, he... I I even wrote down in my notes, I said, I'm going to commentate. M verse was insane. Um, I like Young M.A., but I felt like on this verse, wasn't her strongest um, from what I heard on her album, but Eminem just, like, straight bodied this track. Uh, He's he's a sick man. Okay, you're going to learn. With Royce the five nine. Oh wait, wait. One one thing about unaccommodating. Did you get, hear the backlash that people talk about that song because he's mentioning the Manchester bombing? Well, you know what? He mentions the Manchester bombing. You have to really listen to what M says. A lot of shit. You can't just take the one word because let's let's talk about like down the road another song. Yeah. O- o- Osama Bin Laden's in there. This yeah. is in there. You got to put his shit in proper. Eminem is a dude. If you take him out of context, you're screwed. That's what I said. I said, technically, if he says a line, you have to go to the couple of lines before that and a couple of lines after that to get what he's talking about. Exactly. Because there are two songs on the album that he threw complete curveballs. You think he's talking about one thing and he's talking about a whole nother thing. But we'll get yep. to those. Now, okay, you're going to learn with Royce the 5'9", which was another one is hot. Uh, he had a little Nick diss in there. He didn't yeah. overboard it with that. But this proves that him and Royce need to do more projects together. And this is, Royce's first, this is Royce's first produce. Royce was the producer on this track. Well, Royce came at it right. This Ryan and Marshall... If that's all you get, as he said in another album, if that's all you get, then that shit is good enough for me. Yeah, they could just do Bad Meets Evil albums and call it a day. Yeah. Because they play and really well be able to each other. Them. Yep. Okay, then we had Those Kind of Nights with Ed Sheridan. Ed Sheridan is pretty much going to sound like Ed Sheridan on almost every fucking thing he's on. That's just who yeah. he is. It had a sweet beat. M was, yeah, it, it, on this one, I real M mentioned that this is more like feel like a D12, and it did feel like a D12 beat, but it, it wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. It wasn't one of my favorites, but no, his uh, I thought the wordplay on this one, he he had some witty shit. This this dude, man. I mean, okay, be, let's stop for one second. None of these are two minutes and thirteen second songs, people. Oh no, some of these shits are four and a half. Five minutes and 40 seconds. So he didn't cheat you on any song. He had, I don't know how the fuck he had these five million words in his brain to say, but he had them 
and it was it was great. Oh no, you know what? Those kind of nights, that shit will be playing in some clubs tonight. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. On that's going to be a breakout song that's just going to be in the clubs because people love Ed and people love him. Yeah, I, I can see, see that get, get radio play on like a pop mm-hmm. station. Okay. Now, this is one that we might disagree on. In Too Deep. I listened to this song twice. I didn't really like the backup R&B, but I think this is a song that might wear on me. But as of now, this is a not for me song. I don't really, you know what? It's one of the songs I don't even remember, and I listened to the album almost three times, so I yeah. guess it didn't have an effect on me. I didn't even okay. have it written down on my list, so I guess uh, it had no effect at all. Okay, Godzilla with Juice World, and rest in peace, Juice World. It's fucked up that this happened after he passed because uh, I loved Juice's uh, hook, yeah. but Eminem went, I thought that Eminem went fucking crazy on unaccommodating, but he went absolutely ape shit on this one. Does the man, he should run marathons. He ain't got human lungs. That's what I'll be trying to tell people. They'll be like, oh, I don't really like Eminem. All right, granted, you don't like Eminem songs, but you cannot deny his lyrics because it's like, He's breaking down lyrics, and I think J.D. even said this. He said the way he breaks down lyrics on the beat, he's never seen anyone do that before. The way he could break up one word and make it that one word form into like a, a bar. Listen, Juice World, when he got to that third track, he absolutely lost his mind. It was like um, it was a mixture of him and Tech Nine melted into one guy, and he was just a machine gun. It, yep. I, 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 I am huge on Godzilla, and I like, like I said, I love Juice World's um, hook. You know, like the monsters that you know, I'm cool, but I will feed your ass to the monster, and yeah. So that was great. Yeah, I, agree. I, um, I until you said reminded me that he passed away. I totally forgot because when I saw the album cut, I was like, oh, he got some young people in here that, uh, being that Eminem has so many fans, if you're featuring on his album, that gives his fans may look into you. And I totally forgot Juice World passed away. Yes, he did. Then we had Darkness. The backup singing was, it was creepy and dark again. It was a great song. This was one of those songs that fooled me completely. I thought M was talking about M. Yeah. And two, I not only seen the video, which thank you for putting me onto that, but I also looked at, I listened to the song again. And it sounds like he could be talking about himself, but then you see that he was talking about the Mandalay shooting. Yep. And man... But the curveball that he gave you, because you could, you see, you know what? Emma could be talking about doing a stand to his audience or some shit. Yeah. And he wasn't talking about that at all. Now, I don't know where you play this. I guess you just play this for yourself because this is not radio. That's I think why that they'll, they'll be horrified to play this on the radio. Yeah, one, that was, um, there's another track that's produced by Royster 5'9. And. 
But this is why I tell people Eminem doesn't really care about radio play or anything, because why would you put this out as your first single, knowing it's not going to be played on radio? No, there's no radio for this. Yeah, just think he wanted to get a message across, and and he wanted to oh. show that he could still write storytelling. He could still write a story because people were like, "Oh, you haven't written a, you haven't said any, anything since Stan." So I think he just wanted to show people, "Hey, I can still do this." Oh, and can he do it? Can he do it? Okay, then we got Leave in Heaven, which gives me one major question, and I could be totally wrong about this. Why the fuck doesn't Skylar Gray have albums that I know about? Because the woman... She blows on his tracks. Yeah, and she blows that kind of melodic, once again, creepy. A lot, like I, I think said... think she has albums. I just don't think they're mainstream albums. You know what? I got to look up Skylar. That, that's my homework. I'm going to look up Skylar Gray to kind of figure out who and what this woman is because... She she's been on Slaughterhouse. She's been with M, and she was great on Leaving Heaven. And I like the song. I like the song a lot. That song is another thing I just wrote fire on, and it has a storytelling. I think he touches on his father, which I don't think he really ever touched on his father in any of his songs before. It's been always related to his mom and his ex-wife. So I guess breathing a new life into. His life, I guess. I yeah, thought the song was great. This album, he talked about dad and stepdad. We'll get to stepdad later. Later. Then one of the most fun songs on the whole entire album was Ya Ya. That's Royce the Five Nine, Black Thought, Q Tip, Dion, 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 yeah, Dion, which is a D twelve member. Okay, I have several things to say about this. Okay, the easiest thing to say was there was a very little Machine Gun Kelly diss. Q-Tip doing that wordplay about back in the days was awesome, but I'm going to tell everybody and i tell you now, Black Thought is a rap god. Yeah, yeah. He keeps proving it. When he did that freestyle, and then he did the freestyle with Method Man, and now this, Fuck that guy that you see on Jimmy Kimmel or whatever the hell that name of that show was uh, tonight. Fallon? Yeah, Fallon. He don't, he don't get to blow like Black Thought. Black, black Thought, actually, a Black Thought Eminem album would shut the industry down. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then Eminem went crazy because he... He had Black Thought go crazy. Yeah, he's so like, he's oh, like, I got it. You know, it's and funny because I read an article and they was pulling out like some of the best lines in the album. And when they got the ya ya, they had like a Black Thought, then they had an Ebenib lie. So I guess he was like, yeah, I got to come hard on this too. Yeah, and I like, like I said, I like Q Tip's hook. Yeah, yeah. Talking definitely. about my, my day was the best day and stuff like that. So. And 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 I like that he kept the M, the the uh, Machine Gun Kelly disc to just like a line or two. He didn't go overboard with it because he. Oh, and that he was the non did the beat. So I guess that's why he was on the track. Yeah, he does he does that a little bit later down the line with a little <clears> bit more disc. Then stepdad. 
stepdad is a fucked up story. I don't now I'm interested to find out is stepdad based on truth or is it just some shit he made up in his mind? Yeah, because <laughs> stepdad is fucked up. I feel like it has to be some form of truth in it, but uh But we know he didn't kill stepdad. Yeah, you he know didn't he didn't kill him, wax to, to I'm thinking maybe stepdad. him killing his dog was a, a real thing. That you know what? That was fun. And beating him hit beating him sixty giving him sixty nine lashes like he's some fucking kid in uh, Taiwan. That was yeah. fucked up. Uh, and then setting him up. Oh Seven. yeah, you turned off the light in the kitchen. You didn't turn off the light in the kitchen. You're like, I just saw you turn the light on. <laughs> just so you can kick my ass. I mean, this is this is uh, so this is some old school storytelling shit from him. He did it again on this. Then he, had a, he had a song called Marsh. Marsh was fine. It wasn't my greatest, but I even thought it was hot. But the beat was kind of some of the beats was like. Mm, questionable. Yeah. I didn't really like this beat because this is not something that you would be able to dance to or I don't see this in no clubs or anything like that. But if you just like Eminem and you want to hear him, you know, kick some shit, he's going to do it to you. I didn't think he came weak anywhere. No, I don't think there's a song where you like, oh man, he could do better on that. And then Never Love Again. Okay. This is another song that he leaves me in a little bit of confusion. I don't think he's talking about Kim. I think he's talking about drugs. You know? Oh, yeah, could be. I didn't even think about that. Because the thing is, you know, never, yeah, never love again. But I think this is like a song that he, especially when he was saying his stuff in the song, like, if I didn't have the money, I wouldn't have these problems because I couldn't afford you. He had Kim before he had a dollar. So yeah. it wouldn't make sense to say that about Kim. This is more like Percocet and Volume and Viking. And, and he never Kim had another, I mean, to our knowledge, he never had another big relationship after that. Not that he, not that he put in our face. Yeah, not that he put out there, but you think it's Eminem, he would get caught with somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pretty private, dude. Then Little Engine. Little Engine. It was hot. This was the one that I am questioning, is this a Dre beat? Because he refers to Dre in this song, Little Engine. Dre is listed as a producer on this track. Okay, because he was saying something like, what about, what What should I do with this doc? And I know when he's talking to doc, he's only talking to Dre. He'll be talking to you. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> then, then we got Lock It Up with Anderson Park, who I've never liked. And this was another creepy beat. In the beginning, when Anderson started kicking it, I swear to God, it was Kendrick Lamar. That yeah, it did sound like Kendrick. I had to go back and look. And I was like, Kendrick was featured on this album? Okay, so I'm not, I'm not the only one who felt that. I thought I was yeah. definitely... And then after that first 16 or 32, he came out of that and started sounding like himself. I like this song. Locked It Up was it was a damn good song. Yeah, I think when it comes to features that doesn't include like the Greats or Royce, that was one of the best features on the album. Yeah, yeah. This was this is a song that I definitely I love this song. This song is going into my rotation. I will be playing it. Okay, I don't know what's going on with uh Mr. Mathers. Farewell. It was a hot song. 
once again, he went back to kind of drug talk. Yeah, he mixed the, uh, what beat was that? The West Indian song. Shit, I can't remember the song. He redid a, it's a, it's a really popular reggae, I don't know, dance hall song, I believe. Now, he did something rare in this song that he didn't do in the first 17 songs. M did the hook. M oh, actually yeah. had a good hook in Farewell. You know, because it was like at the end of the album, he waited to do the hook. I guess he was, that's another thing probably that uh, he wanted to show people like, hey, I can let the people do the hooks and still spit by fire. Yeah, yeah. he did, But on Farewell, which was a solo project, he did the hook and the hook was hot. Then you had no regrets with this Don Tolliver. Who I don't know who Don Tolliver. Another creepy ass background singer. I love. Uh, you know what? I'm into this creepy background singing shit on this album. Uh, it was yeah, like I, enjoyed, I actually enjoyed this song too. Yeah, but I don't. Hot. I don't know who Don Tolliver is. So neither do I. And then he gave us last but not least, and once again, M does the hook. You got. He's no more crooked eye. I guess he's King Crooked. Yes. Royce the Five Nine and Joel, but no Basically, slaughterhouse, no button. So the newest member of the slaughterhouse, at least for one track, the hook was crazy because uh, M did the hook on this. He had a very quick Lord Jamal diss. He didn't overdo it. Even though I thought it was fucked up, he said, if this was your house, something, I'm uh, paraphrasing, if this was your house, uh, Lord Jamal, uh, Run DMC would have you doing the dishes. (laughs) Kumo D would have you, like, mopping the floors. So tell you it's your house. You'd be a servant in your own house. So get the fuck out of here. He said, matter of fact, your group group was great. She was the weakest link. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. That was great. I never understood. I was like, hey, if, if Joe Budden don't want to do Slaughterhouse, why not add Eminem in Slaughterhouse and call it a day? Yeah, they already got three of the most illest lyricists. You have a fourth one as a producer. Why not just add them in and then create the, the other three are still under Slaughterhouse contracts? So why not just put out the two, the next two albums they owe you and you be the fourth member? Royce the Five Nine did something on this album that was really good. He had started on his last album, Caterpillar. Yeah. Royce the Five Nine is now fully grown man rapping. He yeah. any childish part of him, like the best part of me and stuff like that, that guy's gone. Royce is now a grown ass man rapping and he raps like a grown ass man, like he's handling his business. The only thing sometimes with Royce and King Crooked is on the same track. It's hard for me to uh, to tell the difference of who is who because they kind of sound alike. Well, you know what? I I think that their flows are kind of different. And I like Royce was on like four of these tracks, at least three or four. And I thought that he brought it on each one. M, one thing about him, M will give you one verse. You don't get to come back. Yeah. It'll be Say you, him, maybe somebody else, then M's going to take the meat and potatoes. He don't let nobody carry him. Now, on I Will, he 
said a, a bunch of things about a bunch of people. Nothing that I would see anybody like really saying, you know, Jamal's got no wins. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly got no wins. Nick Cannon has no wins. They he didn't even sit- respond to Nick Cannon this song, so. <laughs> he, listen, after listen, murder to be, music to be murdered by, why would you bother? Yeah, there is yeah. no level. The man said it. Matter of fact, he might have said it in the first song, Premonition. The only way you beat me is if your name starts with the letter V. Yeah. Or or your let your name starts with a letter before V because yeah. I'm in the ship of victory. Yeah. <laughs> so you can I like that he said he basically said right, at this point in time, you come for me, I'm gonna come for you. And then he said, the man, he said, what did he tell Nick? He said, Nick, you don't even know how to drop the beat on the drum or the snare. Yeah, yeah. So you're, not <laughs> even a profesh- you're not even a fucking professional. So why would I- That would be like him. Okay, I go on SoundCloud tomorrow. You know, SoundCloud allows everybody to have a freebie, right? Where you could put up like 30 minutes of um, product on SoundCloud. So for the next two weeks, I just write, oh, Eminem sucks. I love his daughter. I banged Kim one night. And you put all this bullshit up on SoundCloud. And some way or another, by some miracle, it gets to Eminem's ears. And he's going to respond to me, my old ass, who ain't got a CD, ain't never sold nothing. Why would he even, he just go like this. You know what, maybe that kid needs to stop smoking crack, you know? So, because they're a lot, think about it. SoundCloud is probably full of guys making corny ass discs at every major artist there is to try to see if they get any kind of light. You know, yep. what, what, what What do the kids call it? Cloud Jason? Uh, yeah, Cloud Jason, yep. Yeah, so he's not, he's not going for that bullshit. Listen, Eminem proved to me by a shadow of a doubt, I love pop. You know what? Pac didn't live long enough to be able to actually. And I don't. Please tell me that you know a speed Pac rap, because I don't. No, nah, no, nah, I don't think. I think Pac stayed in his lane. Yeah, and you know, I, I think like Biggie got on that track with Bone Thugs and Harmony. He sped up his flow, and Pac got on the track with Bone Thugs and Harmony. And kept his own flow. Yeah, I think that you. Um, I think to a degree that you have got to have. And see, Buster had it. Buster Rhymes had it. Yeah, Buster, Buster had it. Buster could also speed. And I think that speed also, you know, as a male, I can't talk about a female rap fan, but men, we also like that adrenaline from rappers, that aggression. And you get Yeah, that I think that's why like, rap, that first rap. rap god went so high when he sped it up and said like 700 words in like less than a minute. Yeah, you. I, that's me personally. I love it. I mean, because I am, I have become a humongous Tech Nine fan, and it's not because of how he looks or what he does, but I always find at least two songs of everything that he drops, because he drops music on YouTube all the time, and he got this this song that I'm, I'm going to give some love to. Ain't nobody want. Don't nobody want none. I mean, this shit is like some 1985, 88 old school Bronx with the scratching. I mean, and it's, you know, tech can bring the speed. 
but he also has good wordplay. He's not just speed for no reason. See, yeah, that's what yeah. people thought that when Eminem did speed him, he was just being fast and not saying nothing. Because yeah. they might have been all fucked up on drugs. That that was like, even he says he regrets doing that one. Yeah. You know, I really like became Eminem fan. He did a freestyle. I don't know if it was on Tim Westwood. It was. I remember he was. It was him and D12, and Eminem. You could tell that he didn't have anything to say. But when he started rapping, I guess he was run out of words. He just started saying "Hamna, Hamna, 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 Hamna," but it was still on beat. And then when he caught himself, he started spitting more words. And I'm like, "This is actually dope." This guy was talking gibberish, and then all of a sudden started in his regular flow. And I was like, "Oh, I got, I, I got to listen to more of this kid." Yeah, you know what? I've been a fan, and uh, I'm—I went back into the crates, man. I Bidophobia comes on in my car quite a bit. Oh wow! And that's some old shit, but it's just that I like to see the evolution. This yeah. is who you were, and this is who you are now. And you know what? Eminem finally—he has children out there who, have, who you could tell, are highly influenced by him, like NF. I like yeah, NF. I think Logic is highly influenced by him. Definitely, yeah. I think that Logic is influenced, I mean, uh, Joyner is influenced by him and Drake because he sounds a lot like Drake, Joyner. Yeah. Joyner I, I, one thing I'll say about Joyner is he, he rides heavy for the team because I remember when Nick Cannon dropped that diss to Eminem with two of the um, battle rappers. And Joyner put out a message like, hey, if you guys want to gang up, I could always come out with Royce the 5'9", and he named all these other people. I was like, oh, this this guy riding heavy for the team. He ain't even signed with them. Yeah, I, you know what? I don't know this guy. It's some Indian dude. But there are two remixes that are must-remix listen. Isis. Oh, and the other oh. one is Homicide. And what what this guy did was took Eminem, Mac Miller, Logic, Joyner, and Kendrick Lamar. Five songs, but put them behind that beat, and it shit is okay. straight fire because it was, you already got the beat from ISIS, and you already got the beat from Homicide. Now you just took these crazy uh, bars from each one of them and threw them together. And it blends perfectly. Isis remix, homicide remix. You can find it on YouTube. It's out there. So let's talk about some sports and get out of here, man. Tomorrow we got the AFC and the NFC championships. Oh, and by the way, people, not to leave any confusion, I think I'm not going to be facetious here, but I think that is a double thumbs up from both Doc and Netboy on music to be murdered by. Yeah. I, I don't let people tell me what I'm supposed to like. They can go fuck themselves. <laughs> okay? <clears throat> you know how people, people are extra harsh on him for no reason. He's, he's right. Well, he's, he's uh, he just real quick. That. He said that in the first time. He said, no one said this yeah. about 2 chains. No one said this is about Jay-Z. But with me, I can't do certain things. It's like everyone hates me. Yeah, yeah, and he call that white privilege. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he and you remember the black kid that was beating me up for my bicycle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. 
Well, first of all, Luke Keekley retired 28, and I'm happy for him because before your brain gets scrambled, you got money down here. He's like a god. Yeah. Trust me, Luke Keekley is on like 500 of those fucking commercials for the ADT security, this, that, and the other. He had enough good for him. So we got the Titans. They're going into Kansas City. That's the early game, 305 tomorrow. Who you like? I was on record last week picking the Titans, so this week I'm going to be on record picking them again. You want to know something? My heart and head are in two different places. My heart's with Tennessee. I would love to see that that Cinderella story. I really would. So I'm I'm rooting for Tennessee. Yeah, I don't really think they're going to beat Kansas City. I'm just picking them. (laughs) Shit can happen, man. Things can happen. Then 640. We got Green Bay going into San Francisco. Who you like? I'm going with San Francisco. I, I want to see them in the, in the Super Bowl. I can't stomach the Aaron Rodgers talk. And what happens is if we have to wait two weeks and I have to hear about that bad man and this dude that nobody's ever been able to do anything like he's done, I might vomit. So I, <laughs> I need San Francisco Please, I'm not a big praying man, but I am a Christian tomorrow, and I am praying, praying that God hears me, the football, that special football part of God. Give us San Francisco. Don't give us Rogers, please. Yeah. Be <laughs> because think about it. If San Francisco goes to the Super Bowl, we already know that the AFC is going to give us a quarterback that's never been there. Yeah. So we got a chance to have two brand new quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. As long as it's not Rogers, I would like to see those San Francisco versus Kansas City. Yeah, that you know what Garoppolo versus Mahomes. Yeah, that'd be a good yeah. shootout. Yeah, that's that's sexier than Tannehill. Versus yeah, I don't want. Yeah, I don't want a. I don't want a boring Super Bowl because uh, was it last year that I had the boring Super Bowl? It was one year. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Like, oh my god, Rams, this is bad. The Rams pissed the bed and they scored a grand total of like three points in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I was like, this is bad. They didn't even help me in my pool that I was in. I was like, damn, they ain't even let nobody get changing the score um, money. Listen, whoever had them with three, they won all three quarters, all four yeah. quarters. <laughs> you know, because let's not forget, New England didn't score much of nothing either. They only had 17. And 7-3 yep. three is, is a perfect number for a Super Bowl pool. It's when you get stuck with eight. When you get stuck with eight, you it sucks. Or five. Two, yeah, you don't want no <laughs> damn two, eight, five. And you know yeah. what? Nine is kind of pushing it, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah but if you, you got, got zero, hope it's an extra kick. <laughs> zero, zero, three, seven, you can feel pretty good about your Maybe team. a one. I'll take the – because you can get 21, but yeah. go, you're not going to get 11. So you 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 gotta hope for twenty one, or pray for maybe thirty one. Hmm. So we got uh, tonight UFC two forty six McGregor versus Cowboy Cerrone. Do you care at all? Uh, I'm gonna watch it, but this is like a Tama um, McGregor, like they said on on I think it was first not first take. What's the other one? With Skip and Shannon. Undisputed that uh, who wants to see a hyped up, Conley can't be hyped up because he hasn't won a fight since 2016. So I guess we'll see after this. But now he's talking about fighting. 
Pacquiao. I'm like, so he just come back to UFC to get his name out there and then try to get a boxing fight so he can get $50 million or something? Listen, nobody's fooling me. ESPN's not fooling me. Fox not fooling me. Dana's not fooling me. Connor, nor Cowboy is fooling me. Connor is Connor. The Scorpion is always going to be the Scorpion, right? Yeah. Connor, uh, Cowboy Cerrone has paid off so well for this fight that he's playing the villain so that Connor could play the good guy. And this way, when Connor wins, Connor doesn't come off as the dick for once. Because Connor's always been the dick. Connor's yeah. not even trotting around bebopping. No, no. Dana said, Cowboy, I need you to play the ass. Because he was on first take this week, uh, Cowboy Cerrone. Mm-hmm. Cowboy's always the nicest guy. Cowboy came on the show nasty, short, angry. We ain't oh, never wow. seen Cowboy Cerrone act like that. He acted like <laughs> Connor. Oh, and wow. Connor's been acting like a choir boy. So they're not fooling me with this. But there's some other good fights on this card. You got Holly Holmes versus Raquel Pennington. Oh, I'm interested, um, definitely interested in that one. Is that on a pay-per-view or the undercard? Oh, uh, no, that's got to be pay-per-view. You got right. uh, Roxanne Montefiore, which is the nerdy female glasses girl. She's going up against this Macy Barber. Macy Barber's this bubblehead young girl who just got I thought one of the fights got pulled. Was that, that, that's not the fight that got pulled? Please don't tell make me. Uh, see, Macy might not make weight because, you know, I told you she's a young girl and big bubblehead, but she's an ass kicker, man. I, I want to see her. Then you got Claudia Gadelia versus Alexa Grasso. Oh, that's the one that didn't make weight. That, that, I don't think that fight didn't happen. What, Alexa Grasso? Because Claudia yeah, is always she in. didn't make weight. Okay, man. That's Okay, I want to see Macy. Macy, listen, put it to you this way, uh, Ned. If Macy was your girlfriend... This is the girl who y'all, if y'all get it on, it's just going to be a, a, a barroom brawl. Because she, I don't see her bowing down to no man. This is a ass-kicking girl. She got five brothers. This is a yeah. girl that knocks chicks. When you got girls that knock chicks out, I mean, put them to sleep, that's no joke. I mean, there's a, there's a couple of them. We know Holly Holmes will put your lights out. And we know I Amanda thought she was Nunes done after she lost two... Amanda. No, you know what? They, Dana, you could be done as you want. Dana offers that money and you bounce back into business. And, um, might be wrong. It might not be Chris Hill because I just looked it up. That fight was pulled, but I don't see it. I bet you it's going to be Macy Barber because she's the one who hasn't made weight several times. You know, you got that's that probably the one because they did mention that this fighter didn't make weight before. Yeah, she has definitely done that. And okay, so the the, the freebie is on ESPN people, eight o'clock tonight, and the rest of it is going to be on pay per view. So there is some free fights. The prelims are free. Then you got the uh, the uh, pay per view. Major League Baseball was fucking mess this week. Alex Cora got fired. Carlos Beltran had to leave the Mets. He never even got to coach a game. They had to fire the man. They got to find a damn general manager at, uh, at the last minute. Yeah, Houston's lost their general manager. 
and their manager. First, he was suspended and fired. Me yep. personally, this is the way I feel. I believe that Major League Baseball, this Rob Manfred, needs to go to Houston with a truck, pull up, tell him, take the banner down, give me the fucking trophy. I'm I'm taking that shit off the records completely. Uh, yeah, I agree. They, 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 they should have the championship. Yeah. Those Put dudes an asterisk next to it. Yeah, those dudes should not be allowed to wear rings or anything. Here's the thing. If somebody said this, if it was a college basketball team or a college football team, they would take the shit back from you. You know, I grew up watching the Fab Five. They took everything for the Fab Five. The banners, everything. You look up Jalen Rose and Chris Webber, they don't even mention that they made the uh, Final Four three times. Because that shit's stricken from the records. They took USC's championships. Why can't they take uh, Houston Astros? You know? Yep. Sorry, Houston. You got to get this back. Yes, yes, yes. You cheat, you lose. Well, Matt, it's been my pleasure. I appreciate Bro, you calling. Uh, real quick before you leave. Uh, no, no, interested ahead. in Bad Boys or anyway? Are you uh, a Bad you Boys franchise? Uh, I don't know. If I want to see Lawrence, Martin Lawrence with that big fucking apple head of his riding around doing shit. I mean, he looked like he's got a dope head, you know, like he's using some kind of medicine. <laughs> fucking yeah. head is the size of a pumpkin. And I've just never been a big fan of Will. I like Will more in his dramatic roles than I ever did in his action because I hated that one where he was in a plane. I mean, the star, the spaceship, I think it was uh, independent. But I did like the one where he was at the end of the world. The first movie he ever died in. What the hell was the name of that movie? I don't remember that one. Oh, no, no, no. He was the like the last man on Earth, and he was being hunted down by these people. These uh, blind, like, creatures. I don't remember but, that at all. Will I see it? Probably see it. I still have to. I mean, I haven't seen uh, Queen and Slim yet. Have you seen that? I haven't seen Queen and I haven't seen Queen and Slim yet either. I, I want to see Have Mercy though. Uh, the the I have Fox just Mercy. Oh, did you watch it? I. You know what? Now that football is getting ready to go off, I have a slew of movies. Believe it or not, shame on me. I still have not seen Avengers Endgame, and I've had oh, wow. it on DVD for months. Oh wow! Damn months. So I, I got I got Captain Marvel. I got about ten movies just sitting there waiting for free Saturdays and Sundays. All and those right. time that time's coming up because think about it. There will be no you know what, I'm gonna give the XFL a chance, but I don't expect it to be good. Yeah, me too. <laughs> they did they didn't even get a name out there. I was like, damn they couldn't sign one Vince couldn't say, yo, listen, I'm gonna give one NFL guy a million dollars just to get his name, just to get to put the league on his back. Come on, you might have Ocho Cinco trying out for a field goal position, but who's gonna who who gonna um want to look at a field goal? You, you need one name, <laughs> at least just one name, a Johnny Manziel, somebody. That's Tim true. Tebow, I don't give a fuck who it is. Just one name. You can't come in with a bunch of bums and expect people to tune in. Here you do. Here's one. Even though he won't laugh. You say, I'll sign A.B. Here's a million dollars. Just show up and get cut. 
around. Yeah, Antonio Brown will bring the, a circus, and he'll be in and out before you know it. Hey, go you get know. a 45-year-old Terrell Owens, anybody. I don't care who you get, just one. Like, you couldn't, he, you, he couldn't start the WWE run without Hulk Hogan. You know you need a big star. You need a big guy that people are going to invest their time in. Oh, I'm going to go see this guy play one last time. Yeah, Even the Big you Three know, did it. The Big Three took a bunch of old NBA players and said, we got to start a league with this. And it was a success. Yeah, you get the shit. Marshawn Lynch ain't doing nothing. Offer him $2 million. Yeah. Beast mode. And, and and on top of it, we even let you wear beast mode on the back of your jersey. Yep. Shit, that'll sell. You know, yeah, go get go, a Manning brother or something. Yeah, something, anything. You know what? That's a good. That was a good point you made. There's some good basketball games, people. This week, you got the Lakers playing the Rockets tonight. Monday, you got OKC playing the Rockets. You got the Lakers versus the Celtics this week. The Pacers are playing the Jazz. The Clippers are playing the Mavs. The 76ers are playing the Raptors, and the Nuggets are playing the Rockets. And then next Friday, you got the Clippers versus the Heat. So you got. So you missed good- one big thing. The biggest thing that's happening this week, Mr. Zion is will return. On the twenty seconds against my, oh my God! Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, against my Spurs, I hope that's on national TV. Yeah, yeah, they just added it to the um, schedule. The Spurs did something to me this week, last night, that hurt my heart. They lost for the first time in 22 years to the Atlanta Hawks in San Antonio. I mean, damn, we have fallen. The Atlanta (laughs) Hawks have not beaten the Spurs since 1997 in San Antonio. And this fucking Trey Young, who I big up, I tip my hat to you, Mr. Trey Young, because I didn't think you were going to be this dude. And he is that dude. He beats the Spurs. I mean, it's, I don't know what the Spurs' lack of pride is. I think it's time for Pop to actually say goodbye. Well, is it? I mean, because they, remember, they traded Luka for, for Trey Young. I think I would have stuck with Luka. No, no, no. I, would I take Luka Donage over Trey Young? There's like almost nobody in the league. I would take over Luca. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, Luca's a special talent. Special. And and what are we talking about? A twenty one year old? Yeah. I mean, the rest of these dudes are twenty six. I mean, even the closest I would take next, but he ain't got that jumper, is the Greek freak. But no. Nobody over Luca. I I can't yeah, see I a place And as a mad fan, you should be damn happy your your future's bright. We I'm only someone. wait, 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 wait. I'm a Bulls fan. I was oh. only, I enjoy watching the Mavs, but it's not like I'm a diehard Mavs fan. A matter of fact, I watched some of your boys last night. I think they were playing the Seventy Sixers, right? The Bulls stink. Yeah, I I didn't like it. I was like, matter of fact, I went to bed early. I said about nine o'clock. I clicked off the TV. I said I had enough of this shit. I don't know anybody that's out there. I went There's to no Chicago to see a Bulls game uh, in October or November. No, in November, they was playing the Heat with Jimmy Butler's return to the United Center. I ain't know any of them players, and I'm like, I knew them because by name, but I'm like, these guys suck. And I think they lost by like 22 points. 
Hello? Doc? 